0: So Good morning, guys. It's Robert Franklin here. So I was trying to sleep in this morning, being it a Saturday. Usually I get up around 7, but had a little bit of trouble sleeping in. Ended up waking up at 4.30, but went through the news. Kind of hung out just thinking about things. Lately I've been trying to figure out the whole Tesla 369 bit. So if you don't know... Um, Tesla had this famous quote where he said, you know, if you understand the power of 369, you'll understand the universe. And I was just on YouTube watching some videos, trying to understand what this whole 369 is about. And came across one video that was pretty interesting. And the the guy actually explained what, what it was about. So his channel is Sacred Geometry. And I guess if you think about the numbers, One through nine Back in the ancient days. This was like when Pythagoras He was the the guy that came up with the Pythagorean theorem um, That we all studied in school him and and a bunch of mathematicians they Came to the conclusion that everything in the material world could be counted with the numbers one through nine and they were just studying sequences, so So in the world, there's just these different sequences. So there's kind of the exponential doubling sequence. You know, it's one plus one is two. If you double two, it's four. You double four, it's eight, and so on. Eight to 16 to 32 to 64 to uh, 128. So that's one sequence. Another one is the Fibonacci sequence, which is where you, you add like one... Plus 1 is 2 and then you add 2 to the previous number. So 2 plus 1 is 3 3 plus 2 is 5 5 plus 3 is 8 and so on and there's a ratio of those numbers, which is About 0.61 or 1.61 and that's called the golden ratio and this ratio is just found in all, all sorts of things in life, so it's uh, called the golden ratio because the ratio is used for beauty people who have that ratio in their faces are considered more beautiful and it's found in seashells and sculptors have used it and architects use it in their buildings to give you the right proportions but there are these different sequences in life but the one i want to focus on is really the doubling sequence because that's the sequence of life so when you you have a cell divide it divides into two then it divides into four and eight it just keeps doubling and there's this math called digital math, digital root math, where once you get beyond the sequence of nine, say you go, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and then you go to 10, 11, 12, anything beyond nine, you can reduce that number down to a one through nine number. So, for example, say you have the number 14, you would take the individual digits one plus four and get five and for 15 you do 1 plus 5 is 6 and and you can do this for any number so say you have some crazy big number say it's uh 131 so it'd be 1 plus 3 is 4 plus 1 is 5 but if you do this that sequence just repeats it it goes you know 1 through 9 then it starts over 1 through 9 starts over well if you plot it out on a circle and you can Google this, if you just google like three six nine um, sacred geometry you'll you'll see these circles the the sequence actually repeats it goes one, two, four, eight, seven, five, one, and then it it repeats. And the shape that it makes is an infinity symbol, which is super interesting, right? Because infinite goes on infinity goes on forever, and you can say that based on the sequence, life goes on forever. But if you look at the numbers in that circle, if you add them up to the right to the left, or um, from top to bottom, they all add up to three six, nine. So three, six nine is the energy that they they call it the fourth dimension it's it's the energy that powers all this but anyways it's a little bit confusing it's it's hard to visualize without seeing a picture of it if you google it you'll see a picture of it but i've just been infatuated with this because i'm i'm trying to understand just different things and these this cycle it it rules everything in life and and it rules time and it rules life and it rules the cycles we see and a lot of the ancient societies understood this but that knowledge isn't being passed on and i think it's a shame because if you're in school for example you're a grade school kid and you know i'm a teacher and i'm teaching you math wouldn't math be so much more interesting if it was taught this way if then teacher had the knowledge to say, Hey, you know, you're, you're learning math because one, well, you want to count things and measure it, but it's really explaining how life works and how everything gets built by the universe. And, you know, let me explain to you how these numbers work and how they relate and how you can see patterns in them. Um, I really think that's where there's a failure in education. Um, you know, the teachers that are teaching it, they, they are passionate, uh, but they they themselves were never taught this information, and if there was a way to have have them make the topics fun and interesting, I think the engagement of kids would be much higher. So you know, food for thought, hopefully, hopefully that's where we can go um, <clears throat> so so that's kind of what i've been what I've been thinking about, other than that, you know, I kind of do the typical go through the news. Um, there hasn't been much news. I mean, it's been kind of quiet. The biggest news was the Project Veritas whistleblower. I wouldn't say it's a whistleblower, but they kind of had that Pfizer director say that they were trying to replicate the virus and and make it a little bit more lethal so they could study it and and come out with medicines ahead of time. I mean, I don't want to spend too much time on that. It's just at this point, people are going to believe what they want to believe. You know, I'm seeing influencers come out and say, Hey, um, you know, there, there's no there's no scandal here. You know, people are, you know, if they're worried about this, they should worry about their health. It, it's kind of just, it's kind of a buzzkill. But, yeah, people should do their own research. So one of the things that I'm pretty interested in is the debate of real estate and then whether or not real estate is going to be a good buy or um if the prices will maintain because people with low interest rates aren't going to sell i think the prices of homes are going to come down i mean when you have the demand pull back the market will move to where liquidity is and and what that means is say you have a a bunch of buyers and sellers. Their intersection from Econ 101, the intersection of supply and demand is where where the price is. Well, the thing is, if you take all the buyers away or you take away their ability to buy, um, the price is going to be lower. But no matter how much the sellers don't want to sell, there will be motivated sellers, whether those are new home builders or uh, people that just have family situations or personal situations where they need to get instant liquidity they will sell at the lower prices and that last price is the market price and the the price has got to come down i mean if you're saying a mortgage is six and a half seven percent for a prime borrower uh, there's there's no way they they can afford that so the price has to come down 40 percent but that that's going to come down I think for people that are on the market that are looking for homes, there are a lot of things that you can do to make sure that the home you purchase is a good one. So what I did when I first purchased the home is I went on Reddit and I I Googled what are the biggest mistakes that you could take back if you um, could buy your home again. And I'm just going to talk through the list of different things to look for when you're buying a home. So you want to check to make sure that the home has a good foundation. You want to check the utilities, drainage, school system, make sure it's a good neighborhood, make sure that there's clean air. This is a big one. So there were a couple of home buyers in the city next to mine that bought their homes, and they didn't realize it was next to a landfill. So at night, that smell would come into their homes. And some of them are next to sewage facilities. So you want to you want to look at Google Maps and make sure that stuff's not around you or isn't going to be built around you. Um, you want to have something with a low crime, a good commute, something with HOAs that aren't gonna be crazy. Some of the HOAs are just like why would you even own a home there if they don't let you do anything and they're gonna be authoritarian? So you know, make sure your HOA is cool. Um, you want like good stores around you. Near a park, if you have a dog, you wanna take your dog to a dog park, you want that. And you wanna make sure that there's no um fire, police station, or you're not next to a house because you want that you don't want that noise pollution. You wanna be close to a to a hotel. Not a hotel, I mean a hospital in case there's an emergency. And I mean I went as far as looking to make sure there were no sex offenders in the area and that you know i i had good inspections i checked the city records the zoning to make sure stuff that was being built or planning to be built around my house wouldn't impact me so you know i che- i checked that and then you just want to make sure your neighbors aren't aren't the types that are going to have hobbies that conflict with yours so i i made sure that my neighborhood didn't have any garage vans or didn't have any harley davidson's or hot rods not that that stuff isn't cool i mean that stuff is super cool but i just didn't want that stuff next to me for for the home that i have and i didn't want to live near train tracks either but like do your research go on to reddit look at a lot of stuff Uh, make sure that whatever you're buying is going to be fitting in with your personality so that's what i'll say about that And then the other thing is, um, when, when I've been going out and and this has been a big thing, the, the tipping culture at restaurants and places, it's crazy how tips that are required, they've gone from 15% to 25%, 30% for, for no change in service. I mean, I would say it's for even worse service. So I don't understand that. I'm waiting for the tipping culture to self-correct. I mean, the, the prices have to go up. I think it's just employers that don't want to pay. But yeah, that that's just crazy. So those are kind of my my uh, Saturday morning thoughts. There there aren't like a whole lot of things to to really see or where I could give alpha. And and that's it. So, all right. Hope you have a good weekend.